a swim down memory lane, a UMass farewell to Bob. When you think about this season, when you think about everything we go through, when you think about the process, and the process is every single thing that we do during the year, from the first meeting to the last, from every practice, every single opportunity in the weight room, in the dry room, everything that we do, every time you get on the bus and go to the meet, every time you warm up, every time you warm down, everything that we do, you have to do it together. You have to become one. She's got the best time right now this season in the Atlantic 10 in the 100 press at 104.7, over a second better than anybody else right now in the conference. And she's on pace to break that, Tim. Was only just over 31 seconds in the first two laps. And Strelsik turning for home. She looks like she might have cooled her jets just a little bit there. Uh, she went out really fast for a dual meet. And she'll be, she'll be close, but it, it'll, uh, you know, she just wanted to make sure she got out for the win more than anything else. And that she does. A time of 107.21. Second place again goes to the men and women, Megan Nowak. And in third will be Tavis Potter. So it's a 1-2-3 sweep. team has come together so well with a tremendous personality and attitude. Um, we've, we, it, it has been really fun working with this team in the first few weeks, but they are really ready to get into a meet. At this time of year, we've been five full weeks, no meets, so they're really excited, especially when we open up at home. So it's going to be a, a very good event on Saturday. Welcome to retirement, Bob. One last hurrah. Welcome to day 76 of the podcast. Hi, Bob. We have a very special guest joining us today. We welcome Michelle Leary to the podcast. And Michelle is a huge figure in UMass swimming. So she is included in the UMass Hall of Fame. She held five records initially and even held the 50 free record uh, when I was uh, in school when I started in 2005, her name was on the board. So it was always fun to look up and see her name. And then during my time in 07, she was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So I got to meet her once and, and it was so great to chat with her today. Um, she is a very busy person. So I feel very fortunate that I was able to include her on the podcast. And it was so fun to hear what she had to say about Bob and her favorite memories with him. So let's go ahead and dive right in. We welcome Michelle, class of 1990, to the podcast. Thanks for joining us, Michelle. Oh, you're very welcome. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you here. We are celebrating Bob's retirement. I'd love to hear some of your favorite memories of him. You know, I've been thinking about this for a couple of days, um, trying to sift through the memories that would be appropriate for this venue. Uh, and there are some. 
and there are a lot that are not. <laughs> so I'm going to start by a couple very early on. So I, I came onto the team in 1984, which was Bob's second year of coaching. He had just gotten married that spring, May, uh, first week of May, and he had invited the team. So that was already part of women's swimming lore that mm-hmm. this that this had happened. That <laughs> he had actually yeah. invited all these crazy women. So when I joined, it was a pretty cohesive team, and you could feel there was there were some some swimmers who were juniors and seniors, but there was a lot of sophomores. Um, and they were rambunctious and coordinated and put together. And they really had an affinity to Bob's favorite song, which was Like a Virgin by Madonna. So they would play it over and over and over again. And so when we came on board, he had taken some control over the, the radio, this little thing in the corner. Uh-huh. Um, and he, we'd be like, Like a Virgin, perspective on things with like um with you not just the swimming perspective a life perspective right exactly yeah Mm -hmm. he um one of the things that I like that you probably felt as well swimming there because I think you know we're women we're in a society bombarded by pictures and images even then and we're walking around basically a couple of millimeters of clothing on. So mm-hmm. body image is a big deal. One of the things that I always was impressed with Bob about um, that I felt in every other coaching situation was 
there was no judgment on your weight. Right. Which I know sounds like a thing, but it's such a big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, We we had people of all sizes on our team. And and if we had been like corkscrewed into the, uh, a a square peg with a a round, a square hole with a round peg, Uh a lot of people done really poorly. And he just took us the way we were. And I think that was a testament to his outlook on life, right? Yeah. Everyone, everyone can participate and it's a team. It's not, it's great when you win and it is about winning because it's a collegiate team, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot to to, um, creating a team that's, that's a winning team and what that means. And you see that in how so many of us have gone on and really thrived um, against some odds. And I think it's because of him, because of what he built, the camaraderie that he built, the acceptance that he built. Yeah, sure, he pushed us, but that's part of it too. But somehow he did it with love. Mm-hmm. He did it with um, perspective that we're not always just going to be swimmers in the water. We're going to be people someday. And I think that made made him extremely successful as a coach, but extremely successful as a human being. Right. Um, and those are the pieces that always come back to me. <laughs> like, the little itty bits like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was so good at um, the, the atmosphere. Like, that was that was where he really thrived, was that he, he taught all these life skills in a way... Mm-hmm. That's like hidden with the swimming, but um, but yeah. they do come across. It's like really incredible. Yeah, I, I agree. You, know, you could call it head games or whatever, but I don't think, I think it's just the way Bob is. Because when you talk to him now that now that you are an alumni and an alumni talk to him, and it's still he'll still manage to take a situation that you may be griping about and kind yeah. of turn it around and be like, "Hey, you got to look at it a different way." Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm not, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> you how to look at it but I'm going to tell you something that's going to make you look at it the right way or uh, or a different way not the right way there's no right way to look at life so. mm-hmm. but yeah he's very very good at that he's just a good guy and he had a great partner right Judy is the best she is the best and he, right his adult children are like fantastic this is a group of just fantastic humans mm-hmm. yeah I completely echo the same sentiment and well wishes for his retirement well wishes for his retirement. Yeah. Well, timing is everything. I yes. think he um, <laughs> probably had the best retirement uh, date time ever, uh, given what's going on in the world. And I, I know that he's, you know, we see him on Facebook. We know that he's doing well. We know that he's enjoying that beautiful baby mm-hmm. uh, and enjoying family and did a bunch of traveling. And I just, hope he continues to do that i would love to see him write something oh yes um i think there's a lot maybe not yet probably still impressed with all that swimming and all that estrogen for all those years (laughs) (laughs) but i would really love to see him write something even if it's just a like a short story or something for one of the swimming magazines i think there's so much perspective there Mm -hmm. that can continue to help maybe other coaches or other swimmers. So, I mean, obviously long life, healthy life. Um, but, yeah, I'd love to see him do just a little bit more 
So greedy. Just a little bit more. <laughs> more for us. You can do a little bit more, Bob. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's too young to, to not to just kind of fade off into the sunset, right? That's I don't think that's gonna happen. I think there's more there. Yeah, definitely not. Not with um not with everyone I've spoken to. Like he's gotten um He's gotten invitations to go out to California to ride his bike, to go out to Colorado and ride his bike. Like, he just has so many people in all these places who, who want to see him, and, and he can definitely make his, his tour around the U.S. Yeah, he could easily. That could be a, a multi-year tour. Get, yeah. a, get an RV and then, you know, put something pecky on the outside of the RV, the grand tour, final tour, the second <laughs> second round tour, something fun like that. Yeah, and yeah, got- definitely. Um, yeah just a wealth of knowledge to share and um and if, if I've learned anything from doing the podcast is that there is so much so many good stories out there oh yeah I mean it's just a life lived well maybe not in terms of you know people always think I want to be a celebrity but he he is a celebrity to all of us. Yes, um, because he's so much, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm very happy that he got out of swimming healthy and happy, and the timing is great. And I wish nothing but the best for him and Judy, and the kids and the grandkids and everyone else to come. Yes, definitely. And and Bob, you were there for us for so many years, and we'll be here for you. But this has been so great. Thanks for joining us, Michelle. Oh, you're so welcome. Thanks for putting it together. Appreciate it. 